0: welcome back to tough men of faith um i'm here nick robertson with daniel earl um rt couldn't make it today he uh i don't know they run out of his favorite makeup color or something um He's out. Anyway, um, so anyway, welcome back, um, Daniel. It's good to have you.
1: <laughs> I'm just making producer Blake <laughs> think that we don't have audio. <laughs> you are gonna drive
0: Blake nuts. <laughs> well, before we go too much. For no, that. I'm sorry. Do we need to
1: redo that? Or we just no, gonna we go? Don't. We're just going. going. We're going. We're going. Roll with that. Uh,
0: I do want to thank Workforce chaplains, though, Yes um, for being absolutely. our sponsor this season, or for the last uh, I don't know however many episodes. They've been awesome. Um, yeah. So if you ever need a uh, chaplain service at your business or um you know you reach out to workforce chaplains
1: fixing the needs in the community for business owners small business owners mid sized, large business owners you
0: have the paperwork over there and you're reading off of it
1: look i i'm really proud of those guys i when i first um tuned into this season and found out they were a sponsor i thought wow what a great pairing um and just you know, stepping up, being the hands and feet of Christ—that's. Only
0: we could get Dirt Wrangler to do that. Oh, you know, we could do some things with these
1: cameras. <laughs> well, we may be able to help yeah, out with that. We have to reach out. We might be able to help out with that. So yeah. that's a lot of dirt wrangling.
0: So we talked last time um, a little bit about your missions work that you're yes. doing in Ghana. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you care to elaborate on that, or is anything new? Yeah. With that?
1: Well, um, we have had some new developments with Ghana. Um, we recently are. Um, we have a team there locally that really helps us. We couldn't do it without them. Okay. Um, one so of the guys. They live
0: there and do logistics stuff?
1: They live there. Oh. Yeah. Great. They um, they were connections that we made before we ever visited. Okay. And um, one of the guys, he's, a, he's actually a Nigerian, okay. relocated into Ghana. He's not a His prince, name, is he?
0: <laughs> have I talked you, to him on the phone? You, you may
1: have had some of his emails come yeah. through. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Jude is a—he's just a fantastic guy, and he handles all of our logistics, makes sure that the resources get where they need to be, cool. and identifying new need sets. Okay. Um, and then he partnered with a local missionary, um, which is an incredible story. I'll make it really brief. Yeah. But we—we we actually had one of the chiefs in the villages, we had prayed for him, and God had restored his health. Okay. And he asked us to build him a church in his village. I think and we were, talked about this last time, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. so we were like, can do, yeah. right? So we built the church, and then we were praying, you know, God, it's great we have a church, but if you could send us a pastor. Yeah. And so, unbeknownst to us, there was a uh, a guy who had appointed himself as a missionary going around to these villages, and he had been praying for a church to be built in the village that we built the church in. Perfect. Exactly. Isn't it funny how God's plan just puts everything together? Um, yeah. Yeah, you know? and and that's just one of those little God wink things, yeah. right? Um and so um that pastor, Pastor Daniel in Africa, he has been putting together a missions training program. Uh, So he he gets um, he's started to develop and work these churches in about five different villages now. And he travels around to all of these and he's starting to train young pastors and young ministers because I told him, I said, we're not going to stop building churches. We're not going to stop doing the ministry. So you better start training some pastors. Yeah. And he was like, Roger that. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and so um, they're continuing that work. Um, and we are hoping to go there. They're going to have four sessions four sessions of pastoral training, one each quarter of the year. Okay. And we're hoping to return for that fourth session okay. and meet with our new group of pastors and identify um, how everybody's going to go out and do ministry. That's awesome. So we're really excited about that. Hopefully in the first part of 2024. Um, and hopefully next year in February, going to Sierra Leone, okay. Africa, um, which is um, so like here's Ghana, here's uh, another country. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm we don't American. know what that, I one, don't is. Know that <laughs> one is. It doesn't matter. Is Sierra Leone, right? So, uh, yeah. We're just passing right? through. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm so American.
0: <laughs> but um, so, anyhow. Um, so, Sierra Leone, that's pretty war torn, right? It is. Um, yeah, they Civil um, War for the last uh, umpteen years. Yeah. Um, um,
1: and there's some. Um, I don't I don't want to speak to their, their at-home politics. Yeah. Um there is um peace-ish okay. there right now, but um obviously a lot of power grab yeah. going on, which can be um challenging. Yeah. But my friend here in Indiana, he owns Indiana Prosthetic Solutions, and he's the founder and president of New Life with Limbs. Okay. And that is a ministry that he started where he um, collects prosthetic <laughs> devices. People's <A> hooks.
0: <laughs> he, he does. We're he goes to, to funerals be... and steals the legs back. Look, we, we are going to – it's not far from that, Nick. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, you don't, want, you don't uh, need to be buried with that leg. Let me have that back and give it to somebody else. I, I promise
1: you, RT's not going to miss another podcast. Right. He, yeah. He's yeah gonna, he he guys, will never do this again. These guys going to need to be supervised. Yeah. But. No, actually th- they do. They oh. get a lot of people, okay. um, because, you know, um, prosthetics are oftentimes made in, in stages of life, you know, last yes. five, 10 years of someone's life. And so then they pass away and <laughs> you
0: know, that hip we gave you, we're going to need that back. <laughs>
1: that's pretty much it. I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> well, he he'll, um, he'll take in these donations and okay. there's, there's other, resources but honestly yep. nick that's a lot of them yeah he gets a lot of them Man, um, that's what i get for making a bad joke right <laughs> well you know it's a war-torn region but it's also one of those countries where i mean one of the forms of discipline there for many years was you know we'll just cut your hand off yeah so there's a lot of people yeah, it'd be over nice there. to get a new one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and it, this, these are places where a,
0: a person a gently used hand. <laughs> right, um, go ahead and say it. I'm not second say hand. second hand. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to avoid it. You wouldn't let me do it. I know it's the low hanging fruit. <laughs> I know, man. We're, uh, <laughs> I got a second hand hand. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, James, if you're watching. Yeah. I do apologize. Uh, you imagine very serious. you might getting in trouble <laughs> and having
0: to lose one of the fingers on your new hand. <laughs> right. It's rubber. You can have it. <laughs> Here, just keep the whole thing. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Um, All right. Which stop. reminds me of a story about two raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, we're going to do this. So it's a Kentucky okay. raccoon and a Indiana raccoon were hanging out by the river. And the Kentucky raccoon got caught in a trap. Okay. And um, the Hoosier raccoon's trying to help him get out. He says, man, he says, I, I don't know. He said, I, I think you're just going to have to gnaw one of your paws off and, and, and go on about your life. He said, man, I can't do that. And so the Indiana raccoon comes back about three days later, and the Kentucky raccoon is still in the trap. And he said, man, you're going to die. He said, you've got to gnaw one of your paws off and move on. And he said, buddy, I've tried that three times, and I still can't get out of this trap.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. You know, off the wrong ones.
1: <laughs> All right, there it Here is. We go. If you have to explain it, is it really a joke? Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, going back to this, so yeah. in Sierra Leone, so we'll be traveling there. Um and so, you know, uh James Goff, the uh the founder of New Life with Limbs, he yeah. says, you know, hey look, I just make legs. Right. But he does so much more than that. I mean, you want to talk about being the hands and feet of Christ. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, producer Blake has a
0: lot of editing to do this yeah. week. He doesn't edit anymore. Oh, he does? Okay. Everything we say, it's uh, in. Woo. You going to watch the jokes and, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but it's it's a very serious thing. But, you know, while we have him there, I mean, people have to come for fittings. Um, there, there was one time he was there. And a person had carried another person to meet him for days. Oh, wow. Literally carried this person. Yeah. And they would carry him as far as they could, stop and rest and carry him again. And I remember James knows the story, but it was a period of days that they had to travel, hoping. Um, hoping that, to meet James. Hoping to meet him. To get a
0: limb. Yeah. Or Something. Yeah. and and you, <laughs> you imagine? Know, after he gets his leg and be like, all hey, right, you're carrying me back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's fair. That's yeah, only fair.
1: You know? But um, one time they were with a guy, and um, he was missing an arm. And, I mean, you, you if you could just imagine being in an area of poverty where you couldn't get one if you wanted one if you could afford it. Oh, yeah. It just wouldn't be possible. Yep. And they gave him his arm, and at the same time they gave him a copy of the Bible. Cool. And he held both of them up. And he said, this one, the Bible, is more valuable than this one. Yeah. And, man, what a perspective. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't just grip our hearts and minds, um, and I know I I say this all the time, guys. I I mean, I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but I think we take it for granted that the Bible is within hand's reach. Right. But a lot of the places that we're going in Africa— I mean, they couldn't get Bibles if they were available. They couldn't afford them. Right. And they're not available. Um, they can't get to them. Yep. And one of the things that we do with Joyful Man of Ministries in Ghana, um, we have made a commitment that we are going to distribute Bibles in the native language as long as we possibly can. Yeah. They cost about $5 a piece U.S. By the time we actually get them there and can distribute them. Um, and you can visit Joyful Man of Ministries if you want to contribute awesome. to our Bible project. Um and and 100% of that money that's collected for the Bible project goes to Bibles. It doesn't do anything else. Great. Um, the rest of the ministry doesn't doesn't take a cut of that or anything. It yeah. all goes to making sure the word of God is put in the hands or hand
0: <laughs> on it, Nick. Yep. Oh, you set me up. Anyhow, yeah. We get it done. Right. Good luck flipping the pages. All right. <laughs> 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 honey can you <laughs> uh uh
1: anyhow yeah, yeah. Okay. so that's awesome. that so yeah that's that's the things. that's the update um so branching out so you're going next year i'm hoping to 2024 um february is our is our ish date okay sometimes those dates change oh yeah for sure everything right? changes but um we're looking at that yeah um and returning to both those countries to see the work and mission of god continue okay yeah. Did you get a haircut recently? I did. I got a bunch of them cut. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Almost all of them. Yeah, almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what's up with that? New wife make you do that? Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, but she does prefer this look. Okay. Um, but she... You look younger. Uh, do it's I? Like a little more dapper. Well, well you know, I'm a dapper Dan man. You are a dapper uh, Dan man. Dan, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So I, this is what I tell people because they all ask, you know, why'd you get a haircut? Yeah. And I say, well, I went. You to had the... some luscious locks before. I did. Yeah. yeah it's um, it's it makes guys like me jealous. Uh, you know, yeah. it makes women jealous. <laughs> women hated me. Yeah. They did. They like, oh, your hair. Yeah. It's probably and because then of your hair. Followed up immediately by, I hate you. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, thanks.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. But um, no, I went to the barbershop. shop. They were having a two for one special, and right. I was by myself. Yeah. But I'm not one to pass up a deal, so yeah. I was like, give me both of them.
0: <laughs> and that's not the way that happened, but that's the story I tell Okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> oh, man. All right, moving on. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about something to talk about today with you would be yeah. kind of um, kind of how guys get things out of order. Yep. Um, I've been guilty of it yep. multiple times in the past. Um, and I always say, you know, you need to kind of have – you need to have God at the top. Yes, sir. And then your wife and then your kids and then your job. Um. And I watch guys get that out of order all the time. Yep. And then you watch everything that they push to the bottom of the list really start to affect their life in a negative way. Yep. And uh, I try and explain this to friends and family and people all the time is you have to have that order and you have to have it in the right order. Yeah. And uh, I find that, you know, guys, we have a hard time keeping things in the right order. Sure. Um, it's easy to start off with a good plan and uh try and move in that direction, but man, it sure is hard to keep it going. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's like spinning plates while you're juggling. Yeah. It it
1: takes some, some yeah. talent, it oh, takes yeah. some skill.
0: Yeah, and it, it it takes a lot of prayer and uh I It mean, does. It's it's ultimately it's God's plan. Um yeah. And then when you deviate from that, um is usually when the issues start. Yep. And uh I don't know, I was thinking about it and wanted to talk through it a little bit with you and you know Yeah I, I see you guys get the order screwed up all the time and when they start putting kids first and extracurriculars and sports first and then jobs and then you know their wives are down at the bottom of the list and then they they everything starts to suffer and, sure you know just uh
1: well you know um another piece of low-hanging fruit <laughs> where you is got? The return to the garden yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know um and and that whole thing of adam and you know the headship of men yeah um that's that's one of those things that unfortunately hasn't changed, right? I, and I don't even say that unfortunately. I'm I'm sorry. I, I redact that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that Blake, we need you to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I we can read scripture and see that God has given men headship. Yep. And um, I say that, and and take some of this with a grain of salt, okay? But I say that He's given woman heartship. Yeah. And given man headship. And those two things should be in agreement.
0: Yeah, they should mesh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The book of James, you know, talks about a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Right. And I think that's really where we have to start. Yeah. Um, And we have to learn to lead peaceably in our families. (laughs) You want to say
0: it again, just for the people in the back? (laughs) Yes, lead
1: peaceably in our families. Um, You know this being a business owner. I mean, you can come in and rant and rave and bash heads right. and, all, and and you're going to build a lot of resentment yep um yeah, it, it does nothing but tear people down right um, and and you can destroy your productivity but you come in you know you come in you say hey guys look this is this is our objective yep. and we we are the right yep, this team. this is our objective yes um, we are a team yeah. yeah and it's us and 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 not only that we're the right team right we yep. we are the right team for this job for this day and we're going to go in and we're going to knock it out yep and you get these guys. I mean, you know, you get a guys guys rallied and woohooed, you know, right. and and you know, you've seen you've seen projects just you walk through. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everybody leave feel like a champion. Yep.
0: Is it was it Colossians three? I can't remember offhand, but you know, do everything as you are doing it for the Lord. Yeah. And uh, you know, I go in with that mindset every day um, that I am not working for my boss, I am not working for my employees, I am not working for my wife, I am not doing this for my wife or kids or whatever. I'm, everything I do, I do for God. And if I keep that mindset and want to do everything as perfect as I can, as if I'm doing it directly for God, I find that my day goes so much better. And the, the tasks that I'm tasked with go so much better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I write it down. I, I wrote it on my schedule. I, I started a new job six, eight weeks ago. And I write it down on my schedule every week. Um, and every time I look at it, when I get in my truck in the morning, it's, you know, I go right back to it. You're not working for your boss. You're not working for your wife. You're not working. You're working for God. Right, and uh, just roll with it, you know, and trust in God's plan, because He's got one.
1: Well, um just before we hit the record button, yeah, it was, you can't improve on God's plan. You can't improve on God's plan. It's, um, it's trust me, it's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, and whether you think you have an idea or a plan or what you're going to do, there's already a plan in place. Um, but you need to follow it. Yeah, and you need to, you need to receive it, and you know, with with open arms, you need to receive it. So, I'd like to share
1: something from my personal life that that really has, has changed my Christian walk okay. for the better. Um, and it's, it's displayed in a different way, but we do, there are some friends of mine and I, we do a lot of mentoring, counseling, meeting with guys one-on-one. Okay. And I think that's really important for sure. A lot of guys have walls up and yeah. they, all these other issues. I'm not even going to go into that. We know it exists I, guys. Look, we know it. Yeah. Okay. I don't care if you want to admit to it right. or not. It's yeah. there. So yeah, we all um, have a little
0: bit of skeletons and, you know, we have things that we think about and talk about and yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. We have walls up.
1: But meeting with that one-on-one person yep. that you can truly connect with, that you can feel safe and secure with and know this guy's on my team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, get I get heard battle, you RT talking about iron sharpening iron. Yeah. There's nothing about that process that's comfortable. Oh yeah. It's friction and sparks
0: the whole way. Yeah, you're exactly right. And it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but man, it sure is good that you can actually open up with somebody that's also a guy that also understands what you're going through and dealing with and sees the ways of the world and sees the things of the world that, you know, ultimately temptations that you need to fight and they're fighting them too. Um, right. Whether they want to talk about it or not. Um, they've battled some of that too.
1: Yeah. Um, And listening goes a long way. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are facing issues in their life that they just don't feel like they can even talk about. Right. And sometimes just, um, just a guy being able to talk and to hear his own, you know, I've I've had guys
0: stop and be like, well, this sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm no, like, it doesn't sound crazy. I actually know exactly what you're talking about. You know, I've thought the same things and done some of the same things. And, you know, yeah. we, we, we battle it. We all battle it every day. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of the things
1: that we talk about is, um, the three sevens, seven, seven, seven. And that is, um, slots. huh? slots. It's, <laughs> Hey, look, you want to hit a jackpot, <laughs> do the three sevens, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. For seven weeks. Say what's the seven minutes. The seven minutes. Is what we call abiding. Sit. And shut up. And listen. (laughs) Right. To what the Lord has to say. Yeah. I'm not even talking about. And and I'm not saying. Stop scripture reading. Continue that. I'm not saying stop praying. Continue that. But if you can imagine. Taking seven minutes. Completely unplugged. There's no phone. No radio. No food. Zero distractions. And just sit there and say lord what do you want to say to me yeah and then silence and set yep. your timer and see how long or sometimes how short that 7 minutes is right but if you do that 7 minutes a day 7 days a week for 7 weeks things change they should they they will yeah i have never talked to a guy who has practiced that they didn't say that it was one of the most powerful and impactive things that I can't believe how much communion common, right. and, and that word communion is two words, common union. Yeah. Right. How much common union began to become between me and God when I just sat down, turned off all the distractions and we clearly focus on him and just say, Lord, you give it to me. Yeah. And that that practice, a lot of times when you're just beginning that practice um, sometimes nothing changes and you're like, okay, I'm not getting it. Right. You go know, two, three weeks. Yeah. There was even one guy who said, man, he said, I did that. I was like faithful to it for seven weeks. He said, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm just not connecting with it, but here's the thing, just because we don't, we don't feel it doesn't mean God's not working. Oh yeah. You know, yep, I agree. Um, and so I would challenge guys to do that because we, we have to get back in alignment because we can talk about the headship of the man, right? But in that same passage that says that the man is the head it also says that Christ is the head of the man absolutely yep and and we can we can bluster on and on and on all we want to but until we get the fact that okay i'm going to deal with some some tough passages yeah, right go ahead this submission passage for women yeah and that's always preached towards women <laughs> right Guys, how many guys haven't brought that up in their marriage? (laughs) Uh, Guys, let me tell you something. We have the same directive. Yep. We have the exact same directive that we have to be submissive to Christ. Right. And we don't get that. So I got a guy I'm working with. I just want to tell you this real quickly. We do Proverbs one chapter a day. You know that that Proverbs has 31 chapters. Whatever day of the month it is, you read Proverbs, right? And so the one that, um, he and I text back and forth every day about Proverbs and the one that, um, I sent to him today came from of all places, um, Proverbs 24, yeah, Proverbs 24:27. <laughs> put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready after that build your house. Yeah. Proverbs advising on what priorities, priorities, get your job done first, yep. work first, then play um and and the reason why is because i mean my goodness in in those days if you didn't take care of the outdoor work right. your family's gonna starve oh yeah yeah next year's gonna be really tough for you absolutely yeah and and you know we just we have to re- reconnect and we have to realize that before and guys this is guys to guys and any women watching just get your amens primed because you're <laughs> gonna want them okay <laughs> but here's the thing before you criticize your wife your children or anyone else in the community that they're not being submissive or letting me lead let's let's check yeah let's look in the mirror first let's check and see if we are the ones who are not in submission to the headship of christ before we go pointing yep. fingers at everybody Don't else in rocks the community. and glass houses man Yep. that's big absolutely but i would say yeah it's it's all yep. there it's yep. all in the
0: book yeah make sure your order's right make sure god's at the top yeah oh so. and guys Take control of your household. I mean, you know, make sure that the order right and take control of the household. Um, take be, control be the, be by leader. being submitted. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Be submissive and take control. And make sure that you're the leader. Um, kids don't run the house. You know, wives shouldn't run the house. Um, it can be well, done jointly. Um, it can be done together. But ultimately, um, it's our responsibility. And here's the other thing I'm going to say,
1: just because, guys, look, I mean, I'm just going to talk straight to you. And if you hate me, whatever. I don't yeah. care. But... <laughs> Here's the thing. Then tune out next week. Right. I won't probably won't even be here, so you're fine. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, scriptural truth is scriptural truth. And whether you believe you're leading or not, you are. Yep. And you, so a lot of times are always
0: looking up to you whether you realize it or not. There there
1: are those little things that you think nobody sees are inconsequential. Yep. Those could be the very things. Because you cannot change what God has put in order. Right. And so you can say, you know, well, all yeah, these sometimes things Sometimes the are, smallest
0: things can be the one thing that changes people's minds on whether they want to believe or not. Yeah. Or will believe or not. Just by something they see you do that's off-color, they might or, just be like, well, how can he call himself a Christian man? Things he they does don't this see you or do. does that. Uh, our, our guilty conscience
1: will suppress yep. our right action. Right. It, it happens all the time. Yep. So we've we just got to be tight there. We yep. do. It's our responsibility. It's our responsibility. Because we are leading, whether you think you are or not, it's, it's on you. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's not. That's all I'm going to say about
0: that. Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, sure. I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the three sevens. Yeah. Um, I like that. I'm going to use that. And Take it. Uh, run with it. You. you hit a jackpot with those Yeah, three we hit a jackpot. <laughs> see? I made a, made a slot joke, and here we are. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I want to thank Workforce Chaplains again for being yep. our sponsor. Um, next, we're going to be saying that we want to thank Dirt Wrangler. but um, we'll there. Um, <laughs> You can thank uh, Dirt Wrangler anytime. you want Yeah, right. That. And Nick Robertson's Drywall. Or what is the name of your company, anyway? It's Robertson Drywall. Robertson Drywall. Yep. And uh, I'm currently working for a home builder. Oh, I yeah. I started yeah. that about six or eight weeks ago all right um it's a new challenge for me so yeah have they paid you yet no i'm sorry i'm not they, even gonna go there they, they're great okay um, all right good yeah phenomenal guy that i'm working working for and that's uh he actually listens to the podcast too so that's kind of fun all right because uh he, he'll razz me about it um come well Friday. you gotta say his name uh, yeah paul von der sar um yeah yep not amish but he sounds like he is <laughs> um so yeah anyway no it's a it's a great company and uh i thoroughly enjoy what i'm doing a lot more than i have in the last past yeah. past couple of years so good yeah it's deal. awesome good yeah. people should be with good people absolutely um, yeah so yep uh thanks again and yeah. uh we thank workforce chaplains for being our sponsor and we hope that uh, whatever RT's dealing with, m- maybe it's a makeup issue. We're not sure. But uh, <laughs> wherever he's at. I think
1: he said they didn't have his shade. Yeah, I think, I he think they had the wrong him. shade. And yeah, he had to drive
0: across town to get the right yeah, color sure. for his complexion or something. I'm not really sure. But yeah, you know, it's it's tough being RT. Man, it's just as televangelists, huh? those <laughs> pastors on TV, you know, if, if they don't look right, they can't they can't perform. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get him back next time. I'm sure after he sees this, he won't let us do one without him again. Right. So. Anyway, we'll see you all next time. Oh, check it out on uh, YouTube and Facebook. And I don't know if there's an Instagram yet. Hopefully not. I think that's for more pictures. Um, Check it out on X as well. And uh, we'll be there. That'll work. Thanks again.